Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is Auto Line Daily for August 11th, 2010, and now the news. The U.S. Department of Transportation says it cannot find any electronic problems with Toyotas that could cause unintended acceleration. At least not yet it can't. And remember, it has NASA and the National Academy of Sciences looking into the problem. The Wall Street Journal reports that in 60% of the cases study, drivers never applied the brakes. In other cases, the brakes were only partially applied. In five cases, the data recorded did not record anything. Presumably, that would be a minor fender bender that would not trigger the recorder. And in one case, the floor mat jammed under the brake pedal. Safety advocates say this does not exonerate Toyota, but in my view, that's only because they do not want to believe that drivers can make mistakes. After all, how can you file massively big lawsuits against a giant car company if the driver is at fault? GM is going to report its second quarter profit tomorrow, and the analyst community is expecting big results. But do not expect GM to match Ford's profit of $2.6 billion for the quarter. GM is still struggling in Europe, and it is only just now acquiring its own finance arm. Ford, of course, is profitable in Europe and made a boatload of money off its finance arm. And despite the big profits that Daimler generated, which we reported about last week, two analysts from the Royal Bank of Scotland say this is a good time to short the stock. In other words, they say it's time to place your bets that Daimler stock price is going to drop. They predict the drop because of slowing car sales in China, slower truck sales in the U.S., and overcapacity in Europe. And guess what? Yesterday, Daimler's stock dropped nearly 2%. About 600 Chrysler dealerships in the U.S. were selected to attend the Fiat Experience at the company's headquarters later this month. It's all about the company's plans for the Fiat brand in North America. Dealers will initially set up separate displays and sales areas for Fiat, eventually transitioning to a full dealership as volumes grow. It starts with the American introduction of the Cinquecento, the 500, but will later include other models. It's important to note, Fiat stores will be separate franchises, and the franchisees will be announced sometime in the fourth quarter. Sad news for sport compact enthusiasts in Europe. Autoblog reports that Honda is stopping sales of its Civic Type R in most of the continent by the end of the year. The reason for the model's cancellation is that its 2-liter, 198-horsepower, 4-cylinder engine cannot meet Euro 5 emission standards. Honda will still build the Civic Type R at its Swindon plant in the UK for sale elsewhere in the world, including Japan. Yesterday, we reported that Jaguar Land Rover posted a profit over the last quarter, and one reason for that was a big jump in sales. According to Bloomberg, sales are up nearly 60% for the two companies, which was way more than they ever expected. So now Tata is begging Ford for more engines so it can build more cars. When Tata bought the luxury brands from Ford in 2008, part of the agreement involved Ford supplying engines until 2019. And speaking of short supplies, Bloomberg reports that dealers for the Detroit 3 are having a hard time getting the inventory that they need. The companies are keeping a tight lid on production to avoid discounts and too much supply. This is good for the automaker's bottom line, but it's leaving many dealers with very low volumes. One Ford dealer said he ordered 100 Fusions in July, but only got seven of them. 
and a Chevy dealer says GM's not making enough Equinoxes to meet demand, and he believes he could double or triple or quadruple sales if he could only get more. Meanwhile, in China, a price war is breaking out in the luxury segment. According to Gascou, Mercedes is slashing the price of the old E-Class by $15,000 before the new E-Class hits the market. And BMW is slashing the price of the 5 Series by over $11,000. Analysts expect that half of all Chinese luxury dealers will dip into the red because of lower prices and higher inventory. Coming up next, it is time for You Said It. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Donut wrote in about our report on the paper car that Epson made out of the Acura NSX and says, Hey John, that story that you guys did about the Epson NSX was a little off. Epson has been doing those paper models for years. And that one-to-one scale model was of the old NSX, not the next generation model. Other than that, good job. I'm a big fan and watch every day. Donut, thanks for the correction. We do a pretty good job here overall, but I am constantly amazed at the knowledge that you, our viewers, have of what's going on in the automotive world. Roger T. saw our story that Toyota is stretching out the design cycle of the Scion TC to six years, and he asks, is this something we should anticipate happening across the industry? But I wonder how Hyundai churns out new products so frequently at the same time others, such as the Japanese, linger so long with basically unchanged products. How do we explain that? Roger, we explain it with the surging value of the yen, which is killing Japanese automakers, who now have to figure out how to slash costs, and so are not refreshing products as frequently. And we explain it by noting that Hyundai has really brought something new to the party in its super-efficient product development process. We really need to get some academics into Hyundai to study their system and learn what they are doing differently. Todd J also weighed in on this issue. He says, speaking of long life cycles, how about the Crown Victoria? Ha <laughs> ha, I know, it is pretty funny, but you've got to remember who buys the Crown Vic. Police departments, taxi cab companies, and elderly drivers who like things the way they always were. And remember back in the 1950s and 60s, Detroit changed the design of its cars every year. They called it the annual model change. From a sales standpoint, that is the way to do it. And whoever can crack the code of how to do it again could do big time damage in the marketplace. Hey, have we got a great guest for you tomorrow for AutoLine After Hours. Think about this. What if you could just bolt a new fuel injection system onto an engine and get an automatic 30% improvement in fuel economy? Sound crazy? Well, a company called Transonic Combustion says it can do it. And when I learned that Bob Lutz, Don Runkle, and Vinod Kozla are on the company's board of directors, that made me sit up and pay attention. Tune in tomorrow night for what could be truly a breakthrough in automotive technology. And don't forget that next Wednesday, we're live at the Woodward Avenue Dream Cruise. If you've got a classic car that you'd like to bring over to the show and show to us, register it with us at viewer mail at AutolineDetroit.tv. And that's it for today's top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.